the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Now it's time to think and discern. This is Bob Bernie Live. It is the four o'clock hour of Bob Bernie Live, and my telephone number is 877 Bob Live. 877 262 5483. Chris Long, the president of Ohio Christian Alliance, is certainly no stranger to this program. He is a dear friend personally, but he's also a friend of this program. And I think he's a friend of every Christian and patriot in the state of Ohio. And it's always a privilege to have Chris on the program. Chris Long, welcome. Well, thank you, Bob. It's good to be on with you this afternoon, and thanks for having me. Absolutely. Now, we're going to get into some important legislation down here in Columbus. But first, bring our listeners up to date on the D-Day prayer in Washington, D.C., the monument in the Circle of Remembrance. Bring us up to date on that. Well, thank you, Bob. Absolutely. In fact, there is a prayer that has been added to the mall in Washington. It started with an idea back in 2011 as I woke up one morning, said to my wife, I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm going to ask Congressman Bill Johnson to offer legislation to add FDR's D-Day prayer at the World War II Memorial in Washington, D.C. And many of the listeners know that over the years. Well, you know, I'm just kind of a guy that sticks with it, right? Yeah. And in fact, I remember in Bible school, there was one of our professors, and she said she had a term called stick to <laughs> And that's what we do. We just stick with the project, and we believe God. Through faith and patience, we inherit the promises. And so, uh, thankfully, uh, Congressman Johnson, Senator Portman, were committed to legislation. In fact, you know, it's, it's funny, Bob, because it's been a number of years now, but I'm actually writing a book about the story of how the, the prayer was added. And we're Good for you. That. Good we're for gonna you. We're going to release that later this spring. So uh, it's my first work, and I'm really enjoying doing it, and I think people will also appreciate just the story of how it was all done. But, of course, this last uh, December is when it was finalized, and then in January, Sylvia and I went down for a very quiet time to see people as they approached the prayer and to begin to read it. And I'll tell you, that was the joy, to watch this young lady from Minnesota with her parents, and she said, and we're just watching, just observing, we didn't say anything, and watch uh, this little Skyler come up as a teenager, and she said to her parents, I want to read this aloud. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and so afterwards, we went up and talked to the couple and to her, and then got pictures with them, but uh, told them about the story. And, and so it was a joy just to watch people come up and find this thing. It hadn't been a big announcement yet that the prayer was added, uh, I mean, we tried to tell people, but of course we don't have that national voice. But the the thing is, is people are finding the prayer, they're reading the prayer, and it's being an inspiration to many. Uh, now, do you have a a formal dedication ceremony coming up? Well, you know, ours was, uh, your station manager was with us last year. It, it, that was on Veterans Day. And so what we wanted right. to do was thank the people who were part of the project, and it was a Veterans Day, D-Day prayer edition celebration. Of course, that day is when 
the uh, tropical depression was coming up the coast. Now, the Lord gave us a window of time, almost four hours when it wasn't raining during right. our ceremony and all that, and it was kind of a wonderful thing. But, you know, again, that was just a special time with the folks who were all involved with some of the veterans that were there as well. Okay. But I do believe that the friends of the World War II Memorial are going to have something this June 6th, so you should hear that's, something more in the news coming up. And that's what I was referring to. Um, yes, I assumed that was coming up. Well, congratulations, Chris. Well done, well done, well done. Uh, it's just absolutely incredible. All right, now, we need to talk about HJR1 down at the State House. Give us the background of what this is all about, Chris. We are in the biggest fight of our life as pro-life Ohioans. We've been working over the years. You, Bob, I want to commend you, have been advocating for the unborn all these years with the different pro-life organizations you've helped sponsor on your radio program, the pro-life voices that you've had on, uh, the personal work that you and your wife have done. And so we have seen legislation over the years uh, work to advance pro-life cause in this state. We have a number of them. We have a parental rights law. We have a ban on partial birth abortion. We did that nearly 25 years ago. Mm -hmm. We have a 20-week abortion ban, and we have the heartbeat law. All of that is at stake with what is now a full-out abortion ballot measure by the political left that they are circulating signatures as we speak. Their, their language was approved by the Attorney General at a very quick passing in the ballot board, which shocked a lot of us. We thought it was multi-subject, but uh, that, there's a court case actually before the state Supreme Court challenging the ballot board's decision that it's single-subject. Mm -hmm. The challenge is that it's multi-subject. We'll see what happens with that. But what we need to do in this state is, is lock down and safeguard our Constitution. For years, the state Constitution on a simple majority vote can be amended. Now, we're not talking about passing a law. The P we believe in the People's Initiative as an organization. Sure. But, but for the Constitution to be amended on the federal level, it's two-thirds of Congress has to pass an amendment to the U.S. Constitution. It ought to be that way. Our state constitution is on a simple majority vote. We're only one of eight states nationwide that has this kind of simple majority vote for a constitutional amendment change. If these folks from the, pro, uh, from the abortion side get their way and they get on the ballot in November and it passes by just 51 percent, they will legalize abortion on demand through the ninth month with no restrictions in the state of Ohio. I, I'm glad you brought that up because... This is being presented by the left and the mainstream media as something extremely radical. This, what, what you, what we are trying to do is to lift the requirement for amending the Constitution. There's hardly anything more important politically in the state of Ohio than to amend our, our authoritative document. But we are one, did you say we are one of only eight states where you can amend the Constitution by a simple majority? That is correct. There was 26 states that have a constitutional amendment uh, initiative petition process like we have, but only eight. In fact, many of those states have now moved to two-thirds or 67 percent or 60 percent, what we're trying to do. But you would think that it's a very radical idea from the political left right now. Why is that? Well, the, the, the truth is that their abortion, radical abortion proposal, could not probably get over 60 percent. Mm -hmm. They know that. They don't want us to safeguard our Constitution, not only just for this issue, but for other issues as well in the future. And so, by the way, if enough Ohioans 
agree with you that the idea is a good one. They pass it by over 60 percent. Look at Marcy's law that passed a few years ago protecting victims' rights, or the marriage amendment back in 2004 passed by nearly 62 percent. Last year, the ballot measures constitutional amendment changes uh, passed by nearly 70 percent. So Ohioans, if they agree with you, they will pass it by a large margin. But there are times when we've had constitutional change to the uh, uh, on the ballot, which is basically aff- afforded four casinos, and it even had addresses. Mm-hmm. And so the address had to be changed. The next year they come back, and they literally had to change an address for an address change for the Columbus uh, Casino. Th- that's ridiculous. That shouldn't be happening. So what we're doing, and a lot of groups have agreed at this point, that we need to raise the threshold to 60%. We need 60 votes in the Ohio House. The Ohio Senate has already passed it out. We just have one man that's holding it up right now, and that's Speaker Jason Stevens. And so it's in his purview. We, we need him to bring HGR 1 to the floor. It will raise the constitutional amendment process to 60%, and time is not on our side. He has to do it in the next uh, 10 days before, uh, well, the Secretary of State says May 10th. I'm going to say May 5th. So next year, if it's not this week, it's got to be next week, because if they blow that deadline, we will not have an August ballot. We won't have the 60%. And these folks, if they secure enough signatures by July 5th, we're looking at a, a simple majority vote in November that could legalize abortion on demand through the ninth month, and not any of us can do anything about it. So you're talking about the Republican Speaker of the House that was literally elected Speaker of the House by Democrats. He was. <laughs> absolutely, by a majority of Democrats. That's the first. 32 Democrats, 22 Republicans, and it's been a mess. And yeah. so even today, the process has been hijacked here as a, as a, as a um, process as well. It's been hijacked. Today, the budget passed with very little debate. Uh, so this is not the best way for government to function. Uh, and so we're having some issues with Mr. Stephen. But we're asking people to call him. If you go to our website, Ohio Christian Alliance, just search that or take this number down, 614-466-1366. Call Speaker Stevens and urge him politely to put HJR1 on the floor for a vote. Again, that number is 614-466-1366. All right, Chris Long, president of the Ohio Christian Alliance, I always appreciate it when you make time for us. I know you're busy. And again, I've done it many times before, but I just want to thank you for standing in the gap for all of us here in Ohio. You've done such an incredible job, not only here in Ohio, but nationally with the uh, FDR Memorial Prayer uh, or World War II Prayer. Uh, Chris, that's going to be part of your legacy for many, many, many years, long after you're gone. So thank you for your faithfulness. We are happy to serve our Lord. Thank you, my friend. Uh, Thank you. We will return. You're listening to Bob Bernie Live, my number 877-BOB-LIVE. Talk radio that makes a difference. Makes a difference. This is Bob Bernie Live. Oh my goodness, these are strange times. Our uh, public schools 
What a mess. Now, I want to quickly add, as I try to every time I discuss public schools, I am so grateful for Christian school teachers. I have a large number of them in my listening audience. And I am grateful for every one of them, and I pray that their tribe will truly increase. We need far more Christians in our public schools. That does not, however, erase the fact that our public schools have just become almost totally corrupt. And here's another illustration Vermont. Now, you expect anything out of Vermont to be far left-wing uh, loony. But get this, and let me, let me quote so you know I'm not making this up. A Vermont elementary school is removing male and female from its fifth-grade science lessons covering the human body, puberty, and reproduction. In a letter sent home to parents, well, at least that's good. At least they are telling parents that they have become absolutely loony leftists. In a letter sent home to parents at Founders Memorial School, the principal announced, and I'm quoting, gender-inclusive language will now be used in the science and health unit. Teachers now will only use gender-inclusive language in these lessons in order to align our curriculum with our equity policy. Now, honest question. Uh, Ten years ago, did you hear anybody talking about equity? I mean, we knew what the word meant, but... Was there any such thing as an equity movement? Diversity, inclusion, and equity? Of course not. This is new. We have moved from an attempt for equality, and who does not want equality? Equality in America is supposed to mean... And we can look at periods of history that we have not treated all people equally by the color of their skin and so forth. And we have, I hope, as a nation, repented of that and moved past that. But equity is not the same as equality. Equality means equal opportunity. Equity is equal outcome. And my goodness, there is a world of difference between the two. So anyway, back uh, back to this letter from the uh, principal of Founders Memorial School in Vermont. Teachers will now only use gender-inclusive language in lessons in order to align our curriculum with our equity policy. So says school principal Sarah Jablonski. Quote, terms like male and boy will be replaced with person who produces sperm. Likewise, female and girl will be replaced with 
a person who produces eggs. What? Boy and girl. No more. Uh-uh, no, can't, no, can't talk about boy and girl. Do you understand how radical the left is becoming? How completely unhinged they are becoming? And how they are avoiding basic biology in order to be woke, inclusive, and... Again, this whole thing of equity is equal outcome. What does that have to do with boy and girl? The school said it is working on editing worksheets to reflect these language choices. Now, again, here's one good thing. Parents were given the opportunity to review the lesson materials in the school's main office. At least they're being honest about their lunacy. Several years ago, somebody got really, really mad at me because I referred to the loony left. I mean, they got really mad at me. And I'm not trying to be pejorative. I'm not trying to call people names. I'm just trying to give an apt description. This is loony. This is lunacy. This is insanity. This is leaving behind common sense and real science in the name of equity. Most of you already know this. Whenever you see the word equity, run. Unless they're talking about the equity you have in your house. If it's in educational circles, personnel circles, just just run. All right, quick break. We will be back. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.